Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the show. Today, I am sharing an episode on letting the door close. And I'm laughing as I start this because this is the second time I've recorded this. My last one was like from a super fireplace and then it uploaded and the volume was gone, which is so weird because I recorded episodes before and after. So here we are again in my stubbornness, my trust, whichever we want to call it. I don't know. But I know I want to share this topic with you. And so I've tested, we've got sound, we're good to go. I want to talk to you about the doors and the doors that we have in our life. And this is going to go a few different ways. It's going to go when the doors are open and the doors are closed. In my book in 2017, when she stopped asking why, I shared a concept that we life is literally like this big, long hallway that we are a part of. And in this hallway, we see all these doors of opportunity. And humans were kind of funny because we stand there, we look at the doors, we try to map out which ones are the best ones. We think about it. We put our hand on the doorknob. We step back, we try and open it. We think again, we wait, we ask others. And we sometimes can take forever to make a decision. And I say this like out of love, out of laugh, because trust me, I do this all the time. We take so long to make a decision. Sometimes that we make no decision. And the opportunity that was behind that door is then gone. It's gone. We can't get it back. And so the other thing I want to say with this is that (laughs) we stand there with this door. We put so much emphasis into this door as if it's like this door has all of the answers I'm searching for. This is the perfect door. I know it. I know it. I know it. No, if I could just work with this person, it would be perfect. If I could just do this program, if I could just do this thing, we put all the emphasis and weight into one thing. And then that keeps us stuck because we're expecting our expectations are going through the roof. We're expecting this door has all of our answers. So we do this. We stand there, we stare at them. And then we are trying to figure out which door to open as if something magically is going to happen behind it. And then we open it and a couple of things happen. Yes, there could be an incredible opportunity behind that. Or you might open the door and it's like, oh my God, that's a big pile of shit behind that door. Or I opened it and I slammed right into a second door. There's a door right behind it. We can't predict what's behind that door. We have no prediction whatsoever. And we are trying to plan ahead for our future based on something that we don't know. And that is keeping us stuck. So what happens now if we open up that door, we finally open up the door and we see what is there and it's like, oh crap, did I like make a wrong decision? Did I do something wrong? Now I'm like, now I'm stuck in this spot when really it's just a door. You have to open up another door or you close that door, whichever way it is. 
but we put so much emphasis on our major life decisions on whether we're going to open the door or not, whether we're going to close the door or not. And that keeps us out of action. That puts us back into our brain, back into our head. And it keeps us in this spiral of no change happening. That's not what I want for you. So that's the one piece on doors and opening. How, how can you open the door faster? How can you move on? How can you make it not mean anything? How can you disrupt the pattern? How can you make a decision and just go, like, just go show up as that person who makes the decision, stop thinking, get out of your head and get into action. Now, letting the door close. That's a different, this is a, a slightly different, right? Oh, it is a really big one. I've learned this one so many times over and over and over again. I've relearned it. I've experienced it. I've relearned it multiple times in my life. How often do we keep a door open longer than it should be open? How often do we keep it open? How often do we, you know, maybe prop the door open with our foot, keep the door stop in there? Is it just in case? I'm going to stand in the doorway and keep one foot in, one foot out, just in case till I decide, just in case till I know the answer. And that's fine. I'm not saying be an act rash, but what I am saying is how long are you going to stand there with your foot in the door? Like how long? What if it's, you do it for an incredibly long time and then you miss all the other opportunities in the other doors? Right, because the universe is like tapping down on us with ideas over and over. And eventually the universe might get to a point to say, you know what? I've already tapped. Like I've tapped you multiple times and you're not getting into action. Maybe someone else can bring this to life. So that door that you're standing there with your foot in and blocking is tough, especially when you know deep down that, you know what? I know it's not my door. I know it's not what I'm supposed to be doing. I know it doesn't light me up. I know it doesn't bring me joy. But what if there's nothing else behind it? What if there's nothing else besides this door? It's not true. But what if you tell yourself that? What if there is no other option? What if there is nothing else besides this door? And then you keep yourself stuck even longer. So that's a decision that we get to make. That door, open or close, could be blocking you from incredible opportunities. And I want to give you um, a few personal examples that I don't know to share, but I feel like this is really important. Um, as a coach, how many times have you been in a space where you bought a program for the wrong reasons, or you've taken on a client that maybe you needed the money? I say needed air quote. And so you said yes to something, but deep down, you knew it wasn't the right person. You knew it wasn't. What happens if it is, I mean, I, I can tell you firsthand, there are clients I've taken on in my business where immediately afterwards, I was like, oh crap, that was the wrong decision. I know it was the wrong decision, but that's okay. I'll make it work. And then every time I had a call or every time I had an appointment or every time I ran the program, I could feel in my gut. I'm like, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to push it. I'm going to force it because I said I would. And the thing is, is that your energy is your number one commodity. It's your number one. And so if you are going to ignore it and keep pushing through, it won't take you long to burn out. It won't. So that's the one thing as a coach. Another is I want to share an example that I, like, I have always felt called to be an entrepreneur. That was what my dad was. That's what I watched firsthand. I don't actually follow the rules very well. And I don't actually follow, like, I'm not a great employee. I can hundred percent, I can own that. And I can say that I'm, I'm not a great employee, but I'm not willing. I am willing to work my ass off for myself and for my clients. hundred percent. I am. So it's not that it's not that I'm not willing to work. It's just the context of what it is. 
So when I knew I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, I have done, I've done it all online coaching in person. I have done in-home clients. I have done service jobs. I have done, um, like back to putting myself through university. I got my first aid St. John's, um, first aid and CPR certification as a trainer. And I ran probably two to three, um, certification programs a month. And that might sound like what that makes no sense. But for me, it did because I could work 16 hours to eight hour days on the weekends, two to three weekends a month. And I made more than a lot of people did in their like part-time jobs, working hours all over the place, but it was my own business. I was another experience of running my own business. I started my own personal training studio. Um, when my youngest was like three months old, because I knew that I wanted to create my own business. And there was an opportunity back in 2001 to 2002 to be an owner in a brick and mortar. And I'm like, oh, this is it. I know this is it. Like owning my own business, my own brick and mortar. I I just couldn't get better than that. And back then, like brick and mortar was the way to go. There's a bazillion ways to build a business now, but that was the thing then. So I'd made it. This is it for sure. And I was there for seven years and it was an incredible experience. I learned so much and I can promise you for the last probably two years, I knew I shouldn't be there anymore. I knew I shouldn't be there anymore, but I wanted to show up in full authenticity. I had staff that I loved. I had clients that I loved, but I didn't want to be an owner in this situation anymore but I made it mean something about me. I made it mean that I had failed. I made it mean that like, how could I possibly get out? What does this mean about me? And I ignored all the signs that were there. I kept my foot in that door for at least two years. And what happens when we do that in those situations, we keep our foot in there for so long. (laughs) The door is like crushing my feet, crushing it. And it's crushing my soul the whole time. And I fake it and I'm like, smile on, do the work, keep pushing all the things until eventually my body is saying, listen, I've been whispering for the last two years. I've been begging you to stop and you are not listening. So smack, it's like a smackdown. And I hit a point where I knew that every part of being in this business, it wasn't about anyone else being wrong. It wasn't a fit for me. And I knew that every being a part of that business was crushing my soul in every way possible. And I was worried about it, like financially destroying us by leaving, but I knew I couldn't do it and I didn't know what to do. So eventually there was one day where I walked in and I felt like I was going to crumble the grounds if I didn't just say I'm done. And it was really hard. It was really, really hard. But when that door closed and it was not pretty, when that door closed, I felt this immediate sense of relief, like, oh my God, why did I wait so long? Like I let it close without a backup plan, without a plan of what I was doing next, because I was so crushed. I waited for so long to close that door. And as soon as I closed it, I knew immediately it should have closed a long time ago. I knew it. How many times have you made a decision in your life that it's like, damn it, I should have closed that door so long. It wasn't even funny, but you made it mean something about yourself. And then you couldn't, you couldn't get into action. And this is the thing, the meaning that we give to things actually decides our actions and our emotions. It decides what we do next because I made it mean that I had failed. I couldn't do anything. I was paralyzed. The meaning that we give something comes from all of our past experiences, good and bad from our fears, our goals, our failures, our successes, and our interpretation of what it all means. 
we are the ones that are keeping ourselves stuck in our stories. We are. And so when I did this, I looked at it and went, okay, what does this mean? It means nothing. Am I going to figure this out? I did. It was a time in my life. I never thought I could move past it. And I did in such an incredible way that I'm so grateful for that experience, even though it was incredibly crushing at the time. And are there things I wish that I could never, like that I hadn't been a part of that? For sure. Yeah. But I look for the other side of it. And one of my closest friends to this day, I met because I hired her to work for us. And here we are 18 years later. I love her to pieces. I like, if she listens to this, she's going to know who she is. And I have this moment where she is moving across the country and I'm so happy for her. And I am so sad at the same time. And the door isn't closing. I promise you it's not closing if you're listening. But I looked at that experience that I dreaded closing the door on for so long because I was afraid of losing the people and making it mean something about me. And it didn't. It didn't at all. That experience taught me so much in my life that I'm so grateful for those lessons. And it brought some of the most incredible people into my life. So I can't resent it. I can't. It doesn't serve me at all to do that. So where are you too afraid to open the door or where are you letting the door stay open for far too long? How can you let it close and walk away? It's not serving you to keep it open. I would love to know. Please share with me. Honestly, tag me in social media. Let me know what door you're closing, what one or how this episode has served you. And maybe there's a question that you want some more support with. Just reach back. I answer my messages. So I thank you. Honestly, I'm grateful for you. And I hope this message land and supported you today. Sending you lots of love. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.